I am open-minded, inclusive, believe in the dignity of labor, am considerate of the environment, and am confident. At least I am all these things to a greater degree than I was earlier. And I attribute this to two things. First is my upbringing. I was exposed to so many different things by my parents and grew up with a good value system. But this is not in our control. We cannot choose which family we are born into and the kind of environment we grow up in as children. I was just lucky to have a great family and environment. But the second thing which made me who I am today and which is in our control is traveling. I am an avid traveler, rather a travel addict. I have traveled extensively across the globe and today I am going to share some interesting anecdotes and things that travel has taught me along the way. I come from humble beginnings and travel was a luxury that we could not afford. In fact, before I started working, my family and I had been on just one holiday. But I have always been fascinated with different cultures and languages and food and music and fashion. I loved watching Phileas Fogg and Passepartout travel around the world in 80 days. I was glued to the television when that program came on. So when I started earning, I started living my dream, which is to travel around the world. In fact, my first time on an aeroplane was on a flight to Germany. And it wasn't work, it was not a holiday. I had not travelled anywhere even in India. So going to a foreign country on my first flight ever was so very exciting. I was delighted like a kid in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory when I roamed the streets of Hamburg and went to the office in a Mercedes taxi when I rode on the autobahn at speeds of 200 plus kilometers per hour when I saw clean, wide, beautiful roads, well-maintained parks and public spaces super-fast trains, the fanciest cars, the metro, the huge shopping malls and fancy restaurants I felt like I was in a fairyland I was wide-eyed and absorbed everything like a sponge absorbs water. And there in Germany, I had my first experience of snow. I was sitting by the window in my office and suddenly saw what looked like small pieces of cotton flying about. And I was intrigued. I asked my manager, Tomas, what this was. And he was amused. He said it was snow. Now, I grew up in Chennai and never even owned a sweater in my life. So obviously I had never seen snow. I was so fascinated that that evening on my way back to the hotel, I asked the cab driver to stop. I went out, I felt the snow, I played a little bit and I even tasted it. The cab driver probably thought I was some country bumpkin, but I didn't care. I was having the time of my life. So that was the beginning of my travel compulsion, obsession, addiction, whatever you want to call it. And there was no looking back. In fact, in those three months that I was working in Hamburg, I used to pack my bag every weekend and go visit a new place. I went to Frankfurt, Berlin, Paris, Rome, Vatican, Brussels and Amsterdam. I didn't spend any money in buying things for myself, just spent it on travel. In fact, even today, the only thing I splurge on is travel. Otherwise, I live a simple life. 
I have since then traveled to 35 countries in five continents. I have traveled by plane, train, ship, bus, car, ferry. I have been to big cities like New York City, London, Singapore, Hong Kong, Dubai, and I have gone to smaller towns like Chesky Krumlov, Irkutsk, Samarkand, Gale. I have stayed in fancy five-star places like the Hilton, and I've also stayed in bed and breakfast, in homestays, Airbnb, and hostels too. I'm happy to say that even with places, hotels, and transport, I am inclusive. Though now, after having travelled a lot, I prefer to avoid the big cities. They all look the same: big, fancy glass buildings, same kinds of restaurants and shopping malls. The world has become so homogeneous. Instead, I like to go to places where I can experience the local culture, experience the different sights and smells. Where I can chat up with the locals and share a meal, share stories, traditions, even recipes, celebrate the similarities and differences too, and appreciate and respect different points of view and ways of life. Not all classrooms have four walls, and travel is the best way to immerse yourself in geography, history, culture, gastronomy, language, nature, wildlife—you name it. Travel enriches the mind, widens the horizon, and educates us far beyond any school or textbook can. Even for those who don't really care about geography, history, or culture, all of us have the need to fall off the radar and escape from reality every once in a while. But learn they will, not consciously maybe, but just being in a different environment than where they came from will open their minds and learn new new things. even without having to make an effort almost like osmosis this condensed crash course in discovering how the rest of the world lives will make your life that much richer so here are some of the things that i learned through travel i learned that human beings are the same anywhere in the world no matter the race religion language or geography they are kind helpful and warm Here's a little anecdote that I'd like to share. So I was in Amsterdam way back in 1999. I had reached there by train early morning and my friends were yet to reach. So I asked an elderly gentleman by the name Wilhelm where the Anne Frank Museum was. He asked me if I was alone and I explained my situation. And for the next 3 hours till my friends came Wilhelm showed me around, took me to the museum, took me to a restaurant for breakfast, and then took me back to the train station on time to meet my friends. Can you imagine that? A complete stranger, but such a kind heart, and he proudly spoke of his country and was so concerned that I was alone that he left only after meeting my friends. That makes me want to return the favor and lend a helping hand to strangers. It has made me a better person. Another story was when I went to Srinagar a few years ago for a trek. I took an auto rickshaw to see around and the driver Ishtiaq Ahmed was so warm and welcoming. He even invited me to his house for a meal and initially I was a bit wary. But then I said let me take the chance. Today's environment in the country where Hindus and Muslims don't trust each other and are out to cause harm is very very sad. and i did not want to be biased and judge him without any reason so i accepted his invitation and he took me to his home
and there i was given such a warm welcome by his family his parents wife uncle brother nephew and children they had made a lavish feast for me and they served me in fancy silverware they hugged me and asked me to stay with them i was so humbled by their love and affection so i learned that we should not generalize people we should not judge too soon we should be accepting of everyone and we should all learn to live in harmony when i saw women in the middle east who were not allowed to drive or have a career or wear certain types of clothes i started appreciating my freedom choice and independence even more i was happy to be born in a democracy like india in today's times and in a liberal family on the contrary in iceland the women had good representation holding top posts in the country and organizations and they had a lot more freedom in fact even in the northeast of india in manipur and mizoram i saw women running shops markets and trade they have an equal say in family and financial matters and i was mighty impressed with that music really connects people and as they say music has no language I was in Russia about 5 years ago and when they found out I was from India people started singing Raj Kapoor songs especially Avara and Shri Charsobis Even though these movies are decades old they still sing them very fondly In the same trip I went to Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia and when I told the taxi driver I was from India he started singing Jimmy Jimmy from Disco Dancer In Egypt people shout out Amitabh Bachchan and Shah Rukh Khan when they see Indians Music and movies really bring diverse people together. So you heard about the wonderful experiences I've had. But I've had some bad experiences too. When I was traveling by train from Vienna to Prague, my backpack got stolen. It had all my cash and credit cards, my phone, and most importantly, my passport. But having traveled all over the world and experienced so many things, this did not really bother me. I knew that worst case I'll have to go to the Indian embassy to get help and I can get my brother to transfer me money and I should be good. In fact, I started thinking that with the extra time what else could I see? Where else could I go? Anyways, so we dialed my phone number and someone at the Vienna station answered the phone. The bag was in the lost and found counter. So we took a, a return train and got went back to Vienna and got our bag. the passports and credit cards were all there but all the cash was gone so the thief took the cash and threw the bag back on the platform luckily the passport was there and so we could continue with the journey now i had the complete opposite experience in singapore there i had a coffee in a street side cafe and was sitting on a table outside the street i forgot my handbag there again with the money and passport etc and i walked away After about 15 minutes I realized that I had left my bag and ran back there. And guess what? My bag was right there on the table. There were so many people around but no one took it. And I just walked there, took my bag and walked away. The only time when I went on a holiday and cried was when I saw the killing fields in Nom Pen in Cambodia. the stories i heard of what pol pot's khmer rouge regime did to its own people was mind numbing an estimated 1.5 million people died of forced labor starvation disease torture 
or execution between 1975 and 79. Pol Pot believed in agriculture and farming, and so anyone considered intellectual, like teachers, lawyers, doctors, clergy, were targets. Even people wearing glasses were targets. This was genocide in its purest, most evil form. It was similar to Hitler's genocide of Jews. This was one of the darkest times in modern history. We have to make sure that history does not repeat itself. Whenever we see such dictatorship arising, we must all, as citizens, protest and nip it in the bud and not let it grow. There are millions of species of life on Earth, but no other species apart from human beings causes such an extent of horror, torture, and kills millions of its own species. We have to learn to love each other and live in peace. Okay, enough about horror history, and now let's move to geography. The best geography lesson I had was when I visited Iceland. Kilometers of volcanic lava fields, hot geysers erupting every few minutes, seeing an iceberg break away from a glacier, stand in between two tectonic plates, natural hot springs, the midnight sun—all of this I had only read in geography class. But to actually see and experience it myself was absolutely amazing. And this was a road trip, so we had rented a car and drove around the entire country, staying in a different place every day, including on the banks of the Arctic Ocean. I was amazed by the wonders of this world. When I trekked the Himalayas in Nepal, I was awestruck by the beauty and the majesty of the mountains. The mighty Niagara waterfalls made me feel so small and humble. The tulip gardens of Amsterdam. the beautiful meandering danube river in budapest the millions of kangaroos in australia the huge expanse of the wadis in muscat the fairy chimneys of cappadocia the fjords of norway are all so beautiful and breathtaking nature in all its glory but there are equally beautiful and magnificent monuments built by humans that are proof of the astute mind and capabilities of human beings like the taj mahal in india the great wall of china the colosseum in rome the pyramids of egypt palace of versailles in paris the beautiful indigo ceramic adorned shahi zinda mausoleum in samarkand uzbekistan angkor wat temple in cambodia the golden gate bridge in san francisco eiffel tower in paris the paintings of ajanta in elora these and many more man-made wonders around the world show the ingenuity and, and imagination of human beings and evoke a sense of wonder and celebration of the human spirit one of my most favorite travels was the trans siberian rail journey it was across three continents and five time zones at 8500 kilometers it is the longest train journey in the world we started from moscow in russia then went on to irkutsk in siberia then ulaanbaatar in mongolia and finally reached beijing in china every country had different scenery and geography and was so utterly beautiful the scenes we saw from the huge windows of our train coach was like turning the pages of an art book tall birches gurgling streams quaint houses with gardens and swings 
the resplendent moon in the night it was nature's grand painting we saw hundreds of wild horses on the mongolian steppes hundreds of two humped camels in the gobi desert weeping willows as we entered china i mean i had not seen so much beauty before i think everyone should do this train journey once in their life you should add this to your bucket list i love to experience the local music dance and art so everywhere i go i make it a point to attend some performance i have thoroughly enjoyed the russian ballet at the bolshoi theater in moscow whirling dervish in turkey mongolian folk music and dance watched a play in iceland mozart's western classical music in vienna belly dance in egypt musicals in london west end rock music concert in the us chinese acrobatics the apsara dance in cambodia sculptures and paintings at the louvre in paris the art in moma and metropolitan museum in new york and so much more all of this has made my life richer and helped me to appreciate the finer things in life food also is an important part of the culture and the food in each country is so very different and unique and it opens up the taste buds some people look for indian restaurants wherever they go but i always want to try the local food and drinks i have even brought back recipes from some of my travels and even tried them at home so as you have seen i don't just travel for travel's sake i travel to seek adventure and feel alive take part in authentic experiences that take me out of my comfort zone and inspires me to see taste and try new things apart from culture i have also explored a lot of adventure activities like riding a hot air balloon snorkeling whitewater rafting rock climbing rappelling spelunking trekking a glacier lava tube caving kayaking in the ocean lake and river maneuvering a speedboat driving a car at 160 plus kilometers per hour and many 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 more adventures i love the adrenaline flow the excitement and the thrill travel has made me who i am travel and the varied experiences i gained has also made me very confident you put me anywhere in the world in any situation and i know i can manage and without a doubt travel is a crash course in humility as we cross borders and oceans we gain true perspective we learn to recognize and be grateful for all the things we take for granted in our own lives and we also gain an appreciation and respect for how others live travel teaches us to be tolerant flexible and open minded and most of all it makes us humble so i urge you all to go travel and explore the world its beauty the adventures the people and the cultures even though i have done quite a bit i still have a lot on my list and miles to go before i sleep <laughs>